really highbrow. I told him, absolutely, <laughs> nothing. No notes. It drives us nuts. Oh. Uh, welcome to. Uh, do you want to do the show or? No? Yeah, let's uh, do the show. All right, okay. I think that's a probably. All right, uh, fair enough. That's a first. I don't know how loud this is going to go, so just buckle. Oh, listeners, oh, that's not bad. be warned. No, that's not no, bad. No, at for all. you. Oh, for me. Oh, how many waters did you bring today? What do you got? I got a Coke. Uh, that's I, a big gulp. Yeah, I got, dude. I did. I just ate some Jack and the Boo. Oh, hungover, man. Okay. Cubs game, yeah. baby. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I am Brian Irwin. And I am John Huck. And this is a show that we do. Yes, it is. There was a discussion the other day in respects to, uh, and we'll save this for um, the next episode, what you and I talk about. When about we just my movie, chill. About my movie, Frozen Peas. Oh, sure. Yeah. There was a discussion because we did that. We did a screening for yes, it. Yes, I about wanted to that, ask that, how that, that went. Whether or not people... There's there, there's a because it's loosely based on my life there, yes. in some respects that there's podcasting in it and that does anybody in the Midwest if they see a bunch of dudes sitting with headphones on are they going to know? It, well, they know that that's actually a podcast because we never actually say it's a podcast and it's I, it's an interesting I, thing because we just assume I mean that everybody knows a podcast it's, are, it's so Mark saturated or, it's just whatever it's, and it's so saturated out here but you know I think I think people in the Midwest do understand because there's there's a lot of comics that have podcasts in the Midwest too. Uh, like Joe Roderick does one uh, outside out of the jukebox comedy club in Peoria, and and they like those guys know. So if it's, you know what I mean, it might be industry specific, but I think that people in the Midwest would understand that that is how. My thought is um, that it that thing on NPR serial that yeah. everyone was talking about that yeah. that's why everybody knows what podcasts are. Even if you don't listen to it, probably you know what a podcast is because you've heard about this yeah. podcast, which I think still people think is a radio station's recording that they have put up on iTunes. That would I can see like my parents or something thinking like my mom being like, "So what channel do I tune into?" Yes. you know. But as she's putting it on the record player. At the same time, it's it's okay if they if they if they think it's a radio show, it's no big deal. It's it's just a radio show you can download and you can get online. Right. You know well, that's I mean? exactly I mean, what it is. I mean, some yeah. are better than others. Some yeah, of them are just two people on a telephone. Yeah, I mean, it's not there, a radio there, show. There are you some should not really, download that. <laughs> you should not. That there are some really bad ones out there, but also at the same time, there are so there are so many podcasts that are so specific to certain things that if you're a mechanic in Illinois, uh, you're going to listen to like a, you might listen to a car podcast, right. you know. So uh, we fought, right before we got in the air, you and I were talking about uh, um, this is uh, one of the few times we'll ever actually date. It's it's necessary. We'll date guys. the show because uh, the Cubs are in the uh, in the playoffs. Cubs which are in the they've playoffs. Been there before, but but not with this kind of team, and n- never before with this kind of team. Yeah. never before with this kind of leadership. I'm letting this happen because I know you. you yeah, dude, I got to get it I out. Cannot, yeah, it also I, explains why you're hungover. So oh, this, was, yeah. this was the one. The, well, I got I, I got fired yesterday on my way out. I was trying to leave work early to go see the game. Yeah, I didn't understand that we were supposed to be recording in a different. So so let's we'll go back to the Cubs in a second. So yeah. you can't just like skate over. I got fired yesterday. <laughs> so it does understand. It leads to the alcoholism part. But the but the um but initially. What the hell's on your leg? Oh, that's my knee brace. I oh, got okay. There's a lot of things going yeah, on here. Dude, okay, I'm all jacked. We'll up. get back to the knee brace after we get back to the other seven things we set up. But let's just start with the job. What happened? Uh, I, they, you know, I, I found out this morning it's probably budgetary. There. Oh, okay. okay. I did feel I, I was writing for a hidden camera show uh, for True TV, and I did feel that I was not contributing. Okay. Uh, in a way that I th- felt the other writers were contributing. But then they let a girl go in, kind of in front of me. They were like, yeah, your last day is Wednesday. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, hey, today is Wednesday. <laughs> and she was like, oh. And then she goes and talks to him and comes back. She's like, I guess I'm done today. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, 
I bet I'm like in my head, I was like, and I'm probably next. Like, you know, that, that was the feeling. And then I was like, well, and everyone knew I was leaving early to go watch the game. So I was like, all right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow. And then as I get outside the office, my boss is walking back in. He's like, hey, man, can I talk to you really quick? Yep. And I go, okay. Was and he carrying an axe? No, we walked uh, okay. in, We walked in the room. He closed the door and he goes, uh, I go, and I'm fired. <laughs> he, he goes, no, I mean, we want it. they're going to bring me back to act on the show. And, and it's it was not... It, if it was budgetary, that's great, and I understand that. And if it wasn't, I do believe that I was not, you know, contributing in a way that would make it worthwhile having me stick around. You know, so I'm not. And you wanted to get the hell out of there because you needed to get. To and the and I was game. like, okay, so, am I fired? Great. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he was like, well, we had you check. I mail it. <laughs> yes, any paperwork, any paperwork at all. So <laughs> anything I need to sign right now to just go. No, it was, but but I, and it's it's almost kind of a relief. You know, there's just I was just stressing myself out over it, and then I got a piece of really good news, man. I got a possible reoccurring role on the new. Jane Lynch show, uh, Angel from Hell. That's on, awesome. On CBS. On CBS. That's yeah. awesome. Now, you had already auditioned for it. They just I, liked you and said, we I, might no, want I, you. I auditioned and I went to a callback. And, you know, I mean, you know, there were guys like John Farley in the room. And and then, boom, they were like, yeah, we like. And they, kept, they go, just go smaller. And I went, the smaller I went, the funnier the guy thought it was. No, smaller. Did you physically get yourself down, crouch down, and not I, understand what I they got, were saying? I got okay. to be about three feet tall. Oh, that's great. And I lost 150 pounds. In the room. In the room. Very method. Very, very method. I learned from the De Niro school of weight gain and loss. (laughs) Instant weight gain and instant loss. Instant. Instant. But um, so it's all all kind of, you know, evening out. I might have another writing gig coming up, so I'm not like super bummed about it. When do you officially find out about whether or not you've... you get this TV thing. Oh, I got it. No, I got it. I did the table read, and I'm, we're shooting. I shoot Wait, one day just, next week. You just found that you're, or you don't know how how much of a recurring it is. What you're yeah, saying. that's uh, it. I mean, I have I have the part. It's three lines, and I, it's, where's uh, my applause thing? Hold on, God, you got to. You should have told me this beforehand. Well, I don't know on the on that part of it. That, now, that, uh, while I'm looking for the applause thing. Let's go back to something else we were talking. So back to the Cubs. Yes. And this is, oh, by God. the way, this is great news. I, I just want to. I want to make sure that we do it. We do it right by giving you a uh, an, an appropriate uh, yay or applause on a thing. But so the Cubs, which is also a yay thing. Oh man. They. And I don't know if you like the one and done um, part of it. I. I do. I personally do. I think it sucks sometimes when a ninety eight team win sure. a 90, 98 win team gets kicked out. But then again, I remember a couple years ago. Uh, I think the San Francisco Giants and somebody else, one team had 101 wins, and the San Francisco Giants had 100 wins, didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't yeah. even have a chance to kind of fight their way in. So I don't necessarily know if it would solve it one way or another. I don't think it would solve anything. I think the one and done for the wild card is good. I heard this guy arguing it on the radio today, and the uh, guy, the, the, the DJ or whoever was the sports guy was like, well, here's my advice. Win more games. Like and that's why every game during the regular season counts. Which is why you know they did mean? it the way they did it. Yeah. So I mean, it's Win your it's unfortunate that that the Cardinals, the Cubs, and the Pirates all have the three best records in Major League Baseball. Basically, you know what I mean with Correct. the with the Blue Jays being up there as well. But but um, you know, it was just it's a it's a it got it's a tough division. I mean, you remember when that division was nothing, right? Like the Cardinals were it, and then everybody else in it was shit. Like yep. the Pirates. Like if I talked to my friend who's a Pirates fan last night, I go, if you would have told me ten years ago. That a pirate's. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Oh, sorry. Well, you said pirates. You said pirates. You said pirates. But I don't hate. Like I have no hatred against Pittsburgh at all. You well, know. Well, no. We, we we. But what about that one guy? Well, the guy the, that got in a fist fight with Gatorade. <laughs> that guy was such a psycho. He was so crazy, and his eyes, and he just kept pointing and being threatening. It was. I mean, and, and first of all, I couldn't believe that the bench is cleared in a playoff game. I've never that seen that. It does not happen. It never happens. People, I, I was like, why are you guys going to fight? You're all going to get kicked out. And then what? We're only up three runs. Like, the, dude, that could, the bases got loaded. 
You know what I mean? Like in yes. the sixth inning, that could have taken a nasty turn. Yeah. And, and here's the difference. Here's the difference between, no? and this okay. is all I want to say, is that the difference between the like the the earlier Cubs team that with the Bartman ball and all those guys, they were six. You shouldn't out- even bring that up. No, but listen, they were six okay. outs away from going to the World Series, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that that one thing happened. They didn't bounce back. They made six errors after that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, these Cubs they weren't mentally ready. No, we were not mentally. They, they weren't mentally prepared I got the whole that. season. But but what happened with the, this team last night was that they made a the, the Addison Russell made a huge error. And it cost the bases were loaded, and and the next batter came up and hit the ball right to Addison Russell. And what does he do? He turns a double play, mm. like he was mentally prepared. He shook that last play off and then made the next play. Now here's the thing: uh, there's a couple of factors. We are in 2015. Everyone's talking about the uh, Back to the Future thing, which I think is ridiculous. This is a whole thing about. Uh, um, me trying to be a reformed Cubs fan that drove me insane in the first place. Bartman is one of them. The Billy Goat crap is another one. The incense in the I've, in the I've, in the um, I've been blocking in the dugouts, yeah. all that crap. And I had heard that they were talking about trying to get Bartman back to the which. I, if I hear no. that crap, yeah. I'm like you got you people just are idiots. Shut up. Like just stop talking How about. How about it? they and play baseball? There you go. And when people, I had a guy today. This is a friend of mine, but he's trying to be funny on, on messaging me on Facebook about about curses and stuff. So I just blocked him, and I'm like, I'll unblock him after the playoffs. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to respond to that. And when people put it online and expect me to like favorite or, or retweet it, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't think any of that shit is worth talking it's about. It's not relevant. It has nothing it's not to do relevant. with it. This team, Joe Madden, this is the best Cubs team since 1908. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. These guys together, they're young. They came up. This is this is the team that when I would look at St. Louis the last couple of years, I would. That's what I was mad at. I was jealous that those fans had a team of those guys came up together in the in the minors and they knew each other by the time they got to the pros they were playing like a well-oiled machine yeah 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 and that's what the that's what Theo Epstein yeah. is doing with the Cubs now they're, and, they're and the growing them at home and the last couple Cubs teams that did go to the playoffs i mean they were they were free agent built as a matter of fact all the way back to the 80s they were free agent built they had yeah. some people you know they had a few guys on the team they, that had the come Ryan up the Sandbergs, Sandbergs and, yeah. and the Mark Races but but the majority of these guys were we're not. They were brought in. Ron Say used to, he, his whole the career was in the Dodgers. Yeah. You know, all the guys like that were brought in. Larry Boa was from the Phillies. Like yep. they brought in guys that had nothing to do with the Cubs and their legacy. This time, um, as you had said to me, when all this stuff started coming down with the Theo Epstein and then and then bringing in Joe Madden, you were like, you're going to see that there's going to be a culture shift. And the thing is, those guys are not bothered by, nor do they buy into all the. No. Because the, the one, they're young. Stuff one, they're young. It didn't yeah. af- they don't even remember they don't that care, shit. They don't care 1984. Well, not Joe, not there, no, no. Joe Madden, yeah, right. But I mean, 1984. Chris Bryant was yeah. he even born? No, but but it's very easy when you become a Cub. You can you can be spooked by that, or like when yeah. you become a Yankee and you put on the pinstripes, you believe yeah. something. Sure. When you put that stuff on, because you know about. It. If you're a baseball player, you're a kid growing up. You're a fan of baseball, so you know all the lore. That's what yeah. base, baseball more so than any other sport That's really true. delves deep into its history. Unwritten so, rules and yeah, history of the yeah, game is, is, is so. Enough of that serious. Oh, I would crap. also like to say that. Uh, Thank you to the Houston Astros because I believe that the Houston Astros winning at Yankee Stadium set the tone for the playoffs that says you can take your home field advantage and you can roll it up tight and shove it in your dick hole because mm-hmm. we don't need it. That was okay. That's a weird thank you, but <laughs> um, drop the mic on that one. All right. So John gets this is this is that's thank you. this. This is thank for John. You. Oh, thank Let you. Let us, in, while we're cheering, let's yes. bring to the stage. Yes, coming up next, our, this next our guest. guest. Our guest today is Chris Pleasant. Christopher Pleasant. So, um, Chris is, uh, this is this is my favorite type. You know, when we, so when we started this show, 
Chris, you don't know this, but this was kind of like this awkward exchange John and I had. I, we didn't call people guests. They were called visitors because I wanted to appear like people just dropped in. Yeah, Brian so was this convinced is the first, that you the are... listeners would be like, oh, someone's just walking by and they, oh, Chris is visiting today. So... So, but the funny thing is, that's true. Chris is visiting. Was today. in the neighborhood, <laughs> and he is actually visiting today. He stopped by the house, and we were talking about we the fact that Chris literally called and said, "I'm in the neighborhood." Now, granted, nobody just. I don't know if the days of going to someone's home and actually ringing the doorbell oh, and no. not calling, no, 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 knocking on the door and going, "Hey, Brian," like if you no, had done that, no, like no. if you just knocked on my door and said, no. "I'm here," no, I think I may be like, "What the fuck, dude? What are you doing, you don't, here, dude? You don't just you call stop me. in." Yeah. So. No pop but, but no you pop-ins. but you said oh you were in the neighborhood and you I was in the neighborhood the other night I can't remember what I was doing but I was like oh I I could call maybe I had a show but I was like I could call Brian he lives right over here and then I was like I'm not gonna call Brian he's like got kids and a wife and shit like I'm not gonna <laughs> hey man I'm gonna stop by and make your dogs bark and piss off your family well, and... that part of it I understand <laughs> well but it... the fact you can stop by but your argument was that was that was not it you said well Chris, Chris could stop by because he's a parent he was out doing dad shit he was dropping his kid off and he was All like right. hey other dad with kids but I'm in the neighborhood that has nothing to do with... well I can see kind of what he's saying because at night just dropping by when he knows everybody is home eating supper yeah we would have had to make him a plate yeah <laughs> That's what you do, I right? sit down. It's the Midwest Irwins. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, my point is, you did just because you, you, but you, you prefaced it by saying that in the end, your 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 baseless argument was that since you don't you don't breed, you don't have children, you didn't think it was uh, appropriate to stop by. As if I only would prefer that people with children, even if they're not with them at the time, are the only ones that should come by and talk to me, right? Because that's all we do as a, as parents is just that's... bitch about raising our kids that aren't near I've us at that time. Se- I've seen your Facebook. Well, it's true. <laughs> I think that's how Chris and I started the conversation, <laughs> and then funny. we got into other things. And I actually asked you. I said, "Well, what would what would have happened if I would have just been on your front porch in this rocking chair and you just showed up?" Well, okay, hello, there's, officer. There's, yeah. a man, well, here's, there's a crazy man, which outside. is a legitimate question that he asked. That so there's two things going on. One was like I said to him, "I go, well, if it's you." That's a little bit different. But even then, if I had pulled up and Chris was on my porch, I would assume something bad has happened. I would. That's what I would say. Like, I, nobody I would just assume, shows up on your no, porch. Somebody's dead. Day. There's been an accident. Somebody <laughs> cut their hands off. It's the classic, like, dude, it's so serious that I actually uh, ran here to I tell you. Yeah, I couldn't I can't even call use my you, phone. Can't call you on the phone. This is <laughs> this too is, important. This is a face it's to either face. he's either got he's either wants you to sign you to like a nine picture deal at Miramax. Yes, he needs or something. Someone's dead. He right. needs something. But I said, if it wasn't him, what I would have done if it was just a stranger. He said, would you get out of your car and walk up? I said, no. I would have stayed in my car and asked questions from the window until I was satisfied. <laughs> so you could drive situation. away yes. if you had to? Yes, yes. Hey, what are you doing, man? Nothing. Just waiting for the guy who lives here. I don't. What, what do you need with him? That's kind of creepy just sitting in your rocking chair. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't have that kind of inner strength. Listen, you mess with my wife, you mess with my family. I will find the Hulk in me. Yeah. If somebody starts punching you, I don't know if I have the Hulk in me. <laughs> like I, I, on a one-on-one, because I don't know, you know if I have the deep, Hulk in me. But deep down, you'd see that and you'd be like, I bet he deserves it for <laughs> something he's done. <laughs> there may be a little bit of that. I, like, I don't think I would ever see no someone hitting my son and go, he may have deserved that. Well, no, that. not your that's, son, but no, I'm me. Saying, but yeah. for you, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. So back to sports for a second, because this is what cracks me up. So I'm watching... The Cubs by the Pirates last night, and this is something that, that crosses all sports, and it cracks me up. Every big game has a winner and it has a loser. And I am a big sports fan, but you will never, ever see me before I leave my house put on any type of fucking costume or paint my face. Oh, no. Or yeah. go 
crazy <laughs> because there's a 50% chance <laughs> You're gonna end up on that when that game is over, You're the like- camera is swinging over to the sad fucking pirate. <laughs> With his face painted and yes. his cape on right. and his fucking and big yes. sign and his baseball glove. It happens in soccer. <laughs> it happens in yeah. football. And, and it, it happened last night. They showed a series of three guys <laughs> who had fucking Disneyland-sized oh. fucking pirate hats on. Oh, yeah. Just in the middle of a bunch of Cubs fans waving a, bunch a big of Jack, W flag. Bunch of Jack Sparrows. And then, yes. <laughs> like, and probably like, crying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you're a grown man crying you're in costume. Crying. Better. Happy but, Halloween. But it uh, doesn't stop there. That's that's national humiliation. Oh, yeah. The, but the bigger humiliation is a bunch of sad costume people. It's like a sad Halloween party dude. of all these people walking the streets. Yeah, you got to go home. In costume. You have to walk home, dude. You, I mean, I, I not only would I not do that because it just seems silly and weird to me. But I, it, you're right. Like then you're like, hey, I painted my face and I didn't wear a shirt to this game, and I got a big Cubs thing on my chest. <laughs> the Cubs got rocked fourteen to nothing, and I'm walking home like a douche. Like, hey, everyone's just screaming at me. Like, fuck you. <laughs> That's why when me and my brother go to, went to the Dodgers Cubs playoffs last time when the Dodgers kind of swept them, I guess, uh, like 2007, I think. Um, we wore just black t-shirts. Like I wasn't gonna. I didn't want to start a fight. I didn't want to cause problems, and I didn't want people pointing and laughing. Yes. when the Cubs lost. <laughs> yes, but yeah, th- th- I don't know. There's that whole thing because you're you're from Dallas. I don't know how. I know you like sports. I don't know if you're an extreme sports guy. You're very knowledgeable, but I don't know where your extreme n- nature comes in, where, if at all. Here's the thing: is I don't. I've, I'm not a jersey guy. I don't wear jerseys. Um, right. Uh, I may have a hat. Very seldom I, I do. I wear a hat with a cowboy. St- star on it get out um, okay continue. i mean I, i'm just i'm a fan but i'm not i don't go over the top with anything like you have on a black hawk shirt i i if i wore a cowboy shirt it would just be maybe around the house i, I don't go out in public and advertise oh he's a cowboys fan so when you wa- wait, so when you watch a game even if it's at home you don't put on a hat no or a i don't shirt i don't do all that oh, okay. i actually I'm, 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 i stopped wearing any any gear of the team i'm watching like when I watched the game last night, I did have on this Blackhawks t-shirt for that because it was opening night of hockey also, by the way, last night. Blackhawks right. lost So there's the superstition to tie, tie to your but, thing. Yeah, I won't wear a Cubs hat or a Cubs. I have three Cubs jerseys. I have Come a on. fucking, I have a, a button-down Cubs jacket. I have a suit Cubs jacket. I have a baseball Cubs jacket. I have a, a zip-up sweatshirt Cubs thing. I got four Cubs hats, uh, like five or six Cubs t-shirts. I won't wear any of that. While I'm watching the game, and that's a superstitious thing because earlier in the year, man, it just started this year. But earlier in the year, I, I put on all, like a lot of it. I put on two jackets, two hats. I was like, just Why are you trying wearing to be, jackets inside your house because I'm being. I was a drunk dick and I was watching sports by yourself. Uh, you Nicole if you're a might drunk have been dick home by yourself. Then that's a pretty big dick. If even your own self is like, you're a dick. You're a dude. dick. But then they lost the game, and I was like, it was a doubleheader, and I was like, okay, well, I'm taking. I'm taking all this shit off, and then they won the next game, and I was like, and I'm never putting it back on right, until the end of the season. First off, that's ridiculous. Second I know, all, I, dude. I wear stuff, and I never did, and I didn't start wearing stuff until after I had kids, and I'll tell you why, because I never leave the house anymore, so yeah. it's like, I've, <laughs> I've actually turned, um, I've become a bigger, like, um, I have like a thing that I do, like not a superstitious thing, but just, I kind of just make it an event for myself, because yeah. I don't really leave yeah. that, and my thing is more towards uh, football and the Packers and stuff like that, not necessarily... Baseball because baseball is so spread out. Like, yeah, yeah, I can't. I wouldn't have that kind of time. Yeah, yeah, once a week you can have that kind of time. But yeah, I'll, I'll do that in the house. I do. I do put out uh, a Packer flag, and me and the kids put out uh, the kids. I kids and me, whatever. The I've been corrected on my grammar a lot on Facebook lately, and I still don't know what the hell I'm saying. But Oops. we put out. Um, 
Well, there's those people out there. That's well, those people suck. Well, who's yes, correcting grammar well, on fucking Facebook? Give me a break. They got to do uh, something. They, they feel the need to comment. But so we put out like gnomes and stuff like that. By the way, somebody stole my fucking Packer gnome this week. <laughs> Which is odd because I wish it was. Like, do you know. think it was a Packer fan or somebody was... just case stand a fucking pack? Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably I some Chicago fan in the neighborhood. Maybe it was Cordry. Some no, he was the first person I I, <laughs> I, I contacted him, and and he was like, dude, I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't accuse him, but he immediately denied it. But he, we, he's a Patriot fan, and we weren't playing each other. So right. he's, why would I do that? Yeah, he was like, I didn't do it, man. I swear to you. I'm you, like, calm down. You call, you call me, like, hey, hey, uh, Nate. He's like, I did not take your Packer. No, I'm like, bye. How I was just looking was for someone out? to be angry with me. That's all I was doing. I wasn't accusing you. <laughs> I will find that fucking gnome. I was, I was. What I did was kind of like Halloween. You know, sometimes if your pumpkin's gone, you just walk out in the street and you see, oh, that's why it's gone because yeah. someone smashed it on the street. Yeah. That's what I was assuming. Somebody just took it. And Somebody broke it. took it and threw it, but they didn't. They actually apparently wanted the fucking broken gnome that badly. Mm, oh, it was broken. Yeah, huh. it's been dropped a million times. Well, it was, I, mean, I wasn't. I'm it was not broken. Like, it was a Packer gnome, so it was. Well, born, maybe they born were just broken. trying to throw away your trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Just what, nice what, what, what I'm saying is, they. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. Helpful Somebody neighbors. Just, uh, helpful neighbors. There you go. How go ahead? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, however, on the on the, the the thing about jerseys is my wife uh, know that I'm a, a Rangers fan. Uh, so for Father's Day last year, she bought me. Aren't a they jersey. playing in like an hour? Are they? Yeah, they're playing the Blue Jays today. I know they're playing the Blue Jays. I just didn't know the time. It's a day game. It's like twelve thirty. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. All right. All Don't right. make a panic. I'm not making you sorry. All right. He's been sitting here waiting. S- I know. So um so she bought the whole family. Texas Ranger jerseys and had them, you know, personalized names on the back. Okay. Uh, she asked me what my number was, and because I played baseball in high school, nice. so she asked me what my number was in Texas. Yeah. Oh, cool. And uh, I told her my number was one. Um, my jersey, for some reason, has a zero one on the back, as uh. if I'm a race car driver. <laughs> I'm like nobody just, wears zero one they don't, unless, they unless don't it's a manager, right? Maybe no, a manager, but a manager would wouldn't. No, zero I don't one think any. Is, I don't think they do that. I don't double either. zero, I've seen, but not zero one. Well, double zero is the NFL. You can't you can't put your name on the back of another number. That's why you see double zeros for the NFL. They won't let you buy a jersey. Like I couldn't get Aaron Rodgers' number oh, and put my name oh, on it. They won't let you do that. Gotcha. You, that's mm. that's why you see double zeros for football jerseys. Mm. But baseball does not have that same no, ridiculous yeah, one. Rule. Like Derek Jeter As wasn't oh two. Babe Ruth wasn't oh three. Yeah, that's weird. So did you ask about it or did you just let it go because it was a gift? I let it go because it was a gift. Yeah. She put Papa Players on the back, you know. Wait, and so then it, a, a pizza place. No, no. Because I was say, this whole thing play. went awry. See, huh? here's the here's thing. So you're Chris 2001 is what you are. You're 01. <laughs> you're right. It was but, a good year. But my name on the back of the jersey says Papa Plez because that's what her friend calls me. Uh, okay. So that's my nickname okay. for being a father, Papa Plez. Okay, so we have to call that. Is, is that no, what we refer to you for the rest of the no, show? Do, no, do Papa Plez, no, no. calm down. <laughs> please don't do Guys, that. Guys, Papa Plez is I getting upset. It's fine, Papa Plez. It's all good. So, yeah. <laughs> it's rather hilarious, and so we actually won these jerseys to a Anaheim game. That's the wrong team, but continue. No, when they, well, played, when the they played the Rangers, oh, and okay. I feel so weird 
but I wear it because I don't. And your kid has one on, and yeah, all right. You have a daughter. I have a daughter. Yeah. Did a lot of people just be like they didn't get mad at your jersey? They were just like, hey, do you know there's a zero in front of that one? Like you just keep hearing that everywhere you go. They're probably like his wife probably did that. You know what? They they probably they do see that like if especially if you're all wearing them. It's like no way did the guy go, hey, let's get matching jerseys. Exactly. Nobody's doing that. And we all got like different colors. Like my wife's is white, mine is blue, my daughter's is red oh and i'm like oh, that's the very, very american, american yes. papa yeah. plez everybody well, he's from texas yeah. Yeah, some days i right. can't tell if you want to be a part of america or a or, or, or secede from red, it red white and blue is in your flag anyway down there so worst case scenario you can still keep your jersey so uh you were a small boy from texas wow uh, a small wow. boy uh i guess right you were born uh, in texas yeah, yeah or you yeah, were not born yeah. in texas. i was born in texas you were born in texas i was born in dallas and you texas. lived there for how long uh, I lived there until I was the age of, I'd say, 27, I think okay, I moved. Okay, so, the, okay, so the, your early adult life was all in Texas. All okay. in Texas. And um, and it's interesting because Texas is not necessarily known for the baseball. It's known for the football. So was football not your thing? Um, I love football. Um, no, no, I mean, playing, uh, but playing, isn't playing football big down there or not no, where you were from? Playing football is huge, it's but I got, yeah, I got out of it in the ninth grade. You did. And why uh, yeah, was that? I, why? Let me tell you something. I, I was always a kid that never liked lifting weights. Lifting okay. weights gave me a headache. Uh, okay. So I was just like, I'm not, I'm, who am I getting big for? Yeah. Why, what's the purpose <laughs> what's of this the, What's the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> right. And so <laughs> one day, big for? one day we were in practice. Uh, I was in the ninth grade. We were in practice. And I got hit. We were doing some kind of drill where you had to hit another teammate. Yeah, they love that one. Well, um, I got hit so hard, I just I, I came to a realization that, look, you don't like lifting weights. These other people, they do. And they're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And I, I was just like, you know what? This, I don't think, is my sport. Yeah. You know, and I, there was no position that I was really good at playing. Plus, you, like, look, you look across the way and you see baseball players like, I don't have to lift weights, and I can be fat, and I can be right. out of shape, get a beard, smoke cigarettes. Like and Only the catchers, exactly. I think. Yeah, the catchers right. are always round for some reason. It's a weird thing. But then you can't play a catcher because you got to paint your fingernails, and that was just too... Uh, <laughs> too much for yeah, you. I'm too much. You could use tape. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I actually left the field. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm going to play basketball. Did anybody try to stop you? No. Okay, that's that's how lot. you knew that's, it was time to go. Was yeah, yeah, nobody was like... Okay, I, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, buddy. Like, uh, I was like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to fail a math class so I can get out of this easier. <laughs> yeah, you just suspend me. I don't have to actually quit. So you can spend the rest of your life picking up chicks going, it could have been a star. Yeah, could have right, been a big right. football player. Just, I got kicked Stupid out, man. Stupid algebra. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you went into baseball. How, no, wait, wait. Well, how did well, basketball well, well, work? Well, first of all, here's the thing. is In the ninth grade, there was no baseball team. So Interesting. I, so, yeah, because this was still like junior high. Oh, right, right, so right. Then, okay, you were still part of junior. But this is before junior high became part. I mean, we were still getting, part of a high school. Yeah, we would still get credit, high school credit, but there was no baseball team at our junior high. You had to go into high school, a completely a school, separate school. Yeah, 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 yeah to okay. play baseball. Yeah. So, so then I, I, I went into basketball and I, I ran track. Um, and so I left football completely alone. Okay. Um, but then baseball became your passion, or basketball for starters. Uh, 
I, I think basketball was, and then I discovered that I wasn't great at that either. Okay, you made another so announcement. I made another announcement. <laughs> I was like, okay. Gather round, everyone. Uh, I also suck at this sport. <laughs> just wanted you to know. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't suck. I no, just I wasn't as I know. I just I just wasn't as advanced as some of the people who had failed and were still eligible to play. <laughs> Hey, why does that guy have a mustache? <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm, you couldn't keep I'm failing 15. other classes right, right. to get out of this? So, yeah, I, and I ran track. And I was okay at all of the sports, okay. but I wasn't like a record setter. You weren't going to see like 40 patches on my <laughs> right, jacket. Right, right, right. You, you, were, you weren't pinning a lot of medals right. to your letter. I wasn't screwing a lot of the cheerleaders. <laughs> no, nothing like that happened. Um, so even baseball, you were even, okay, but even, you weren't great. I wasn't great. I, uh, I, I they brought me in when they needed somebody to steal. Uh, yeah, you're a regular Dexter <laughs> I was, I was, follower. I was fast. I, you know, I was fast. Uh, I could hit. Chris, I wasn't. Chris, a, put that back. That's a different I, I was, type of stealing. My bad. My bad, guys. I just, just totally. I knew. I knew you wanted to go there with that. That's why I just said steal st- rather. Yeah, he let it. Basis. You let it hang out there. Yeah, you set uh, him yeah, up yeah. for the. Threw a, I threw a oop. Yeah. You were a little uh, late uh, catching uh, the oop. Oh, guys, on a so, very so racist sports, podcast. So, so sports, well, is a race? Oh, sorry. Use the term steal. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's the word. Am I, am I a word racist? You're a racist. Well, we're comics, man. What? Not, oh. not, not anymore. No. Not anymore? <laughs> not according to Bobby <laughs> we, Lee. We I'm stopped. Not a comic oh. Why? I ran into Bobby Lee at... Um, what are you talking at, uh, <laughs> Well, this just happened. I ran into today That's funny. At, uh, um, at the vet. And he was, you know, like you, you when you go up, I because I, my cat is diabetic, so I have to buy a special food, so I go there to do it. So I didn't have a pet with me. And he walked out, but he didn't have a pet either. He was coming out of a room, uh-huh. which a lot of times when you bring your animal in, they keep him. They keep him for a second, then you come on, you wait. So he came on, he didn't see me, and I walked over, and I'm like, um, I'm like, listen, man, if you don't have insurance, you know, you don't have to go to a vet. Yeah, that's, around. I was going to say, like. <laughs> And he turned around and he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, I mean, first off, I, I'm assuming we all know why we're here, right? That would be like a, a logical question is yeah. I probably have some sort of animal. Oh, I just hang out here on yeah, the weekends. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just started talking about stuff. And he's like, I haven't seen you so long. He goes, so you're not doing stand-up anymore then, huh? Because, I mean, again, it's just, it's a joke. But if somebody has stand-ups, as you know, if we don't see each other we're dead. in the circuit, we assume you have given up on everything. Right. Yeah. I was like, no, no, yeah. I've just been making movies and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, okay. That was it. It was exciting. Oh, so Bobby Lee didn't go, you're not a stand-up. It was a joke. Oh, okay. It was good to see him, though. Yeah. yeah. He looks exactly the same. He's one of those guys that bums me out. Like, I caught myself in the mirror the other day, and I'm not the same guy that I looked like when I was here in 2000. But he looks, to me, he, he looks, looks the exactly same. the same. There's a couple people that I know. That I swear to you, they look no different mm. in the 15 years that I've been out Dude, here. I'm it tell- bugs the shit out of me. It's what the crazy, if you watched Wet Hot American Summer, the movie came out in the year 2000, and if you watched <clears throat> Wet Hot American Summer, the TV series, which came out in 2015, that's a 15-, 16-year difference, Paul Rudd and Elizabeth Banks look the exact same. It's insane. Yeah, I'm like, do you know what How it is? do you not age? Do you what know it? what it is? What it's is money, it? man. <clears throat> yeah. You don't think that it's money? You he's don't not, think he's that got it? no worry on his face. Yeah, he's no got worries. No, you... Yeah, you're right, man. No gray because he's like, what do I got to be gray about? I... <laughs> oh, so no kids. And those that do have, and those that do have money... Uh, that are looking older have changed through plastic surgery. I don't know. Trump looks weird. And he's got a lot of money, and he's not. A, he looks aged. Well, I don't think Trump is worried about. Uh, he's always looked a little bit. He's uh, always been bizarre. A fucking. He's got to stop looking orange. He can't. I don't understand those people that get that orange stuff 
for you know what I'm talking about. Like it's well, it's 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 not a real tan, so you're getting some sort oh, of tanning. Yeah. But your body chemistry turns whatever tanning you're doing into orangish, yeah. kind of like bizarre. Like who? No like one a, should ever want to look orange ever. No. Mm. He looks like an angry Oompa Loompa. <laughs> did you see that picture with him with a man bun? The Trump photo online that someone super like did CG. Oh, gave him a man. No, I know. Oh I God, it's it's like you can't. Once you see it, you're like, yeah, I can never not see that. I I saw um, Clive <clears throat> Owen <clears throat> up and close. I mean, he was just like maybe a foot away from me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you're losing your hair, you think, all right, I'm losing my hair. I'll we let just it found go. out Clive Owen is losing his hair. So, <laughs> so uh, based on this story. Heard it here first, guys. And, and you I have, think, I have breaking news music? Okay, hold on. Go ahead, continue. Uh, so you think, well, he's, I'm losing my hair. I'll just let it go. Some people get plugs, whatever. Well, when I saw Clive Owen, um, I noticed that he had spray painted. Yeah, that's oh. yeah. Spray painted the top of his head, and I was like, um, "Well, first off, ooh. it is not spray paint, just so we're clear for all the kids listening." Oh, what is it? Because I'm, I'm I don't know, sure. but I mean, it's the same type of. It's the concept is there because I saw. I only I only know it from the Fabulous Baker Boys. In that movie, he sprays uh, uh, the older brother sprays his hair like that, but it's it's like spray paint, but it's not spray paint. Basically, is what I'm saying. But Whoa. also, have you not seen like <laughs> he spray painted it's his a, hair? It's a very like it's like a Steve Harvey. Do you know what I mean? Like he colors in. Oh my god! Like, but that's you, a you've seen right, that, like, that's a marker, that's, right? That's well, a well, it's what it looks like. What well, I, I'm not sure what he did, but originally what he did was he had hair. And 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 I guess it was it was it was leaving. <laughs> so, did it make an announcement? I, I, polite I, way I, to did put it make it. an announcement like you and your sports careers? I, I think that he guys, I'm leaving. He actually had plugs done. I'm not sure how that works. And then he went through a period of where he was bald. Yeah, so yeah, I don't. He I, his head. I, what is, I don't know what he is now. He's, so now he he's just coloring. I've, he's also actually, coloring in it. Is actually, that you know saying? what? I know. I think he might be bald now. He's bald uh, yeah, now? he's bald. But like, there's a couple of like black actors that I've seen that like literally like color in the the like to make their hairline seem like it's down more. Like it's oh, mean, it's a weird look. It's super weird. But mm-hmm. like the spray paint thing, a lot when of people you see it up close. It. it does look a little bit weird. Yeah, because it's 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 not spray paint. It's like it's almost a thick. Globby thing, like and that's I can, what I think. Like and, and, mud and, and, for a movie? Yeah, is it like mud? I don't well, know. No, but it, but it, but it, it's it, from a distance you can't tell. On screen you can't tell, right? Which but is, in up close you go, hey. hey wait that's a why I wouldn't do it in public. I would just do it when I was in the movies and not wear a goddamn hat when I went out for coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the hats. Well, we're all we're you know we're hat people, so that makes sense <laughs> for us to want to wear hats. But you guys, I don't know how you, I, I'm not losing my hair. I just have a lot. I, of, I have a lot of gray. I was always worn. I've been a hat. Do you wear hats all your life? Uh no, I, every now and then, but I'm not a, a hat guy. I've been wearing hats since I was a little kid, and they, that's that one thing they always tell you. It's like you know, you wear a hat, you're gonna lose your hair quicker. I, heard. I, I don't. I'm not losing my hair, but like just like anything, when you get older, your hair gets a little thinner. I was gonna say you're not so gaining any back. <clears throat> What's that? You're not gaining any oh, back. I don't really care. I mean, who am I wooing? <clears throat> you know, I'm not wooing anybody. Right. Just like you know, your sports career. I mean, you realize at some point you're like, I'm not gonna get any more. You're what already married. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm happily married. I'm not complaining about that. So let's go back to Meanwhile, you. let's flash, flash out. Cut to Brian's wife, who's like, "Oh God, he's losing." It's like, but I can't lose my hair, though. That's the thing. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna get a. I'm not gonna get a toupee. I'm not gonna get a wig. I'm. I'm either gonna be. I'm gonna Ron Howard it. You know, for the rest of my life, which is it's going to be a baseball cap everywhere except when I go to bed. Or commercial auditions. When you get the Ron Howard, you should start going to commercial auditions because once you got that weird bald like flop no, I, over. No, 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 no. What? What? The, yeah, what? you get tons hey. of work. 
No, it's possible. No. That's, I'm, that's why I'm going to cling to scraps. Because I'm more concerned get about you... the big picture, not an audition picture. But okay, what's the big picture? Just surviving life. Heart, <laughs> well, you can do yeah, that when you make that. a lot of money in commercials by having weird bald head. <laughs> I'll be uh, reverse aging, according to Chris's theory. With, with all the with all my money that I'm going to be getting. Yes, you'd be Benjamin Buttonsing it. So, so you are in Texas, and um, obviously you live in Los Angeles now, and I met you in San Diego. Now, I don't necessarily know if that was your direct uh, move, was from, Texas, from to- Texas to San Diego, but when did Chris decide at some point Chris was going to L.A., and what was, I'm sorry, what was Papa Prez? <laughs> Papa Prez. Papa Prez. Papa Prez. Prez, P-L, yeah. What was your, when did you say entertainment, that's my game? So, um, well, do you want to know how I got into comedy? Yeah, well, well what, what, if that's what, what drove me, you, what, what made me move? What, yeah. what made well, you it's move? Kind of one of yeah, the same, I guess. I don't think it is with that question, but uh, I would like to hear what made you move, and I would also like to hear like when you thought you know comedy is something I want to give a shot, give it a shot, even if it wasn't you, you didn't act on it right away. Like when what did you like? Ooh, bam! Like okay, so I, I'll give you a little bit of uh, backstory. So I've always kind of been like a little. Not silly, but uh, smart alecky. Yeah. Uh, I had a real close friend of mine in high school that I almost went to the military with. We were going to be buddy buddies in the Navy, and I decided last minute that I didn't want to do that. Um, And so we would write each other back and forth while he was in the Navy. I was in college, and, you know, every now and then, like, we would show up in Dallas at the same time, and we'd hang out. Well, one day we were hanging out, and he was like, hey, man, you should try and do stand-up. And I, I, I said, yeah, uh, I thought about that. I, I had done a talent show before. In, 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 in high school? In, or In college. In college, okay. All right, um, because there was somebody in my theater class that thought that I should do stand-up. So you were doing theater already. So you had some interest in were- the art. <clears throat> yeah, I did. Well, I was okay. a radio and TV major in college. Oh, okay. So right. they kind of made us... Like, that was one of the classes that, you know, uh, that we could take. So I said, I'll take a theater class. And one of the guys in the theater class said, hey, we got a a talent show coming up. Why don't you try and be in it? So I said, okay. So I came up with some material, and I planned to do this whole five minutes or whatever. And uh, it didn't work out. I mean, you didn't get on stage? No, I got on stage, but it didn't work out. Okay, (laughs) it didn't. It didn't go as planned. How quickly did you put the material together? Was it pretty quick? Um, I, I think it was pretty quick. Uh, Like anything under a month to me. If you have to, if you're coming up with something brand new. Yeah, but 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 you're talking about somebody that's never done stand up before. So I I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Did you watch a lot of stand up before then? Uh, I mean, I watched Richard Pryor, and uh, I saw Eddie Murphy Raw, and I wasn't quite into George Carlin and all of these guys yet. But but I you saw Eddie Murphy Raw, when you saw that, you were like, mm, that is fucking awesome. When I saw that, I got in trouble, because <laughs> I got caught laughing. And my mother was like, what are you laughing at? And I was in somebody's, I was at one of her friend's house, and she, her friend had an uh, oldest son, and he took me into his back room. And Uh-oh. so we, we I know it, sound, it does sound horrible, and right? He so showed we were, me Eddie Murphy Raw. So we were watching Eddie Murphy Raw, and she just heard me in there dying laughing, and she said, What are you laughing at? And she came back and she saw, she was like, boy, what are you doing watching it? Ah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's kind of where I said, Wow, this is, that looks fun. 
So I did this thing in college, whatever. Uh, I had sweet mates. You know, in college you have sweet mates and yeah. roommates or whatever. And so I told my sweet mates and my roommates that I was doing that this talent weird show. Too, but continue. I was telling them that I was doing this talent show, and they said, "We're coming." I said, "Okay." <laughs> That's how you guys all talked. Then you so said, they, yeah. then you guys put your hands in and went break uh, break. <laughs> so they came to the show and they sat on the front row. Oh no! And and I'm not sure what I'm doing. And these guys decided to talk to me about some shit that had nothing to do with whatever my set was. Oh, they ruined your set. (laughs) They ruined my set. So So they turned into like hecklers. hecklers. Yeah. And I have absolutely no idea what, I I, I didn't know where to go. And I could see the guy on the stage on the side telling me, okay, wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it all happen. Right. How long do you think you were up there? Oh my God! It's, thirty it seconds. Seemed, no, it seemed like I was up there for about at least ten minutes. Wow. So thirty seconds. Just like and and the things that we were talking about, nobody else could like associate with because it's they didn't know. Inside jokes. Yeah, yeah. They, they 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 had no idea. Make and, fun of Steve. And so that's what. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it made it totally all bad. Yeah. yeah. So, so I said, I'm never doing this again. You got out. You made another announcement. <laughs> I said, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Uh, I meet up with my buddy from from the Navy. He says you should try. I said I've I've, I've been that down that road. Uh, I say I I don't want to do this. But not really. I mean, in hindsight, you didn't really go down the road, right? I mean, it was ten minutes and like yeah, yeah, kind of ten minutes. Yeah. Um. So he said, "Look, if I made a call, would you do a show?" I said, "Yeah, man." He said, "I want to be your manager." I said, "Okay, if you make a call, you can be my manager. If you get me a show." So he, we actually, we didn't see each other. We were on the phone when this happened. He hung up the phone. 30 minutes later, he calls me back. He says, hey, Chris, I got you a gig. <laughs> I, I, he's the, I hope you still have this manager because he sounds yeah, he awesome. Yeah, sounds like the best manager ever. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, cool, man. So he tells me about the show. It's three minutes. I got to do clean material. So I come up with this three minutes of stuff. Um, and it was all about, it was like in 96. It was all about the Olympics. And um, so I, I did this. That this would be thing. Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With right, the so, bomb. There was a bomb that went off. But where was line. this gig? The gig was at a place called the Backdoor Comedy Club. Hey, so it was actually out of comedy. I performed there. So yeah. it's a comedy club. So yeah, you it's did, a comedy I was going to I thought he was going to be like, and it's this birthday yeah, party it's a for this 14 year old girl. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. So it was actually at a comedy club. You had to be clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I did this show and. Uh, when I did the show, I I was nervous because I had, you know, I had been through a bad experience before. So what I did before the show, I sat in the parking lot. I drank me a 24 ounce of Miller Genuine. Uh, can I? <laughs> Genuine. Yeah. yeah, you, can, you, can, yeah okay. you can tell the truth. <laughs> okay. You can name your sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. MGD. <laughs> so I had me a 24 ounce of Miller Genuine draft and I, 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 I sat and I drank this in the parking lot. I put on a hat. I rarely wear hats. I put on some shades. What is and, what? What's and, going on and, with you? Yeah, it was a, it was a whole experience where I was I was so afraid of what might happen again. I didn't want myself to be seen. I was something. I was basically hiding. Yeah. Okay. But so you like so a, had the, had the movie Big Daddy come out at this point? Because doesn't the kid use sunglasses in there to pretend like he doesn't exist? Anyway, I, I'm, I'm reference. I'm a Daddy. horrible. I reference nothing, but yet this is what I remember. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. So anyway, <clears throat> I do this set. I again invite friends there. 
for whatever reason, I have no idea. Because you not the really... same, not the same friends. <laughs> not the hell no, not okay. the same friends. But wait a minute. So you, did you go on stage with the sunglasses? I and went the hat on stage on? with the sunglasses and the hat oh, on. God, continue. All right. So. And uh, I did. I did my three minutes. Okay. And people laughed. Oh, okay. Okay. Were they people, laughing because you were wearing sunglasses? I, or? I have absolutely no doesn't idea. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Your job is to make someone laugh, and you did. Okay. And they laughed. And so they said, well, you can come back in two weeks or whatever. And I said, okay. Uh, let me ask I'll you a question. That. We love Because we've heard these stories before. Um, do you remember what your first joke was? Wow. Um, I mean, you don't have to remember it perfectly, but what did you go on stage and I mean, say? three minutes. You, you did three minutes of... Olympic stuff. Oh, yeah. But do you remember what your first joke was that you thought, you know, because you know what? The opening joke got to be your best joke. Right. Bring it in there. Got to open and a closer. What was the opening joke? If you remember, (laughs) just bring it back during this conversation. Okay. I thought maybe it was one of those moments in time that, you know, was burned into your skull and you're like, I'll never forget that moment. No, I I, think I I was like, it's 1990. I didn't know. I'm like, (laughs) it's 1996. The Olympics are going on. That's a great joke. And, uh, (laughs) I said, you know, I, I brought out something about like the difference between white people go, uh, doing Olympic games and black people doing Olympic games. And honestly, and honestly, let me tell you something. Honestly, right now, I hate that. I cannot stand to hear the differences. I hate that. I, Wait, the black people and white people are different. I hate that. Someone should shed some light on that. Right. <laughs> Chris did. And, uh, he was so much he light, was he had to forefront. wear sunglasses He was at on the stage. forefront of finding out that white people and black people are it, it, it different. Was, it, was the way, it was the way like uh, people reacted, like carrying the Olympic torch. <laughs> like, it's different to see white people running with the Olympic torch because they'll be running all happy, like, and, you know, ah, I'm br- proud to be an American. And I'm actually running on stage, wasting all of my energy doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's left of your 24-ouncer. And then I do, like, the black guy running on stage with the Olympic torch, and he takes it off to a pawn shop. And <laughs> it, was, it was just crazy, yeah. So, all right, so you've, now you've tapped the vein, right? So you have done it. I, I've and, done it. And, and so they say, come on back. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. Now, at that point when you said, come on back, were you still indifferent about, like, I'm going to really do this? Like, I'll keep coming back if they keep asking me? Or were you still on the fence? Like, I'll come back, but I don't really know if I really want to do this. Well, I, I think that I, I said, I want to do this. Okay. I, I was like, I want to do this. And then I think I had, like, other comics that were there that said, hey, man, I know about a room so-and-so place, <laughs> and you can come do my room. And I was like, oh, okay, that's It's a cool. pretty supportive scene, right, Dallas? Yeah, it, it's was. Like... it was. It was pretty supportive. And, and I, did, I did okay then, but I bombed, uh, of, you know, many times. After that. Yeah. Well, that that's and when you... that was actually, if I look at it now, that was, it was, I think they were laughing out of, like, it's so bad. Yeah. Okay. That it, I have to laugh at this. Okay. So I, I thought I was getting better, and I, <laughs> I, I, went to, I went to the improv in Addison, and I said, well, let me go check out some real comics. Well, I'm not saying that I wasn't real, but at the time, I didn't know. Right. So, I, so I went to go see, I think the first person that I actually probably saw may have been Kathleen Madigan. Nice. And then I went back a few times later, I saw, um, I saw uh, Brian Regan. Oh man! And then I went back a few other times, and uh, I, um, who else did I see? You said um, you saw Dave. Chappelle? I, I, I saw Dave Chappelle, but there was some other people that I had seen, and I was like, "Wow, these dudes, these people are funny, man!" Yeah. And so I just felt like at the time in Dallas, I didn't know anybody that funny, 
And I was like, these dudes are learning this shit from somewhere else. I got to move. I got to get the fuck out of here. Because they're not, I, I'm not, I'm not doing what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, my aunt lived in San Diego. Okay. And I said, I, I either wanted to move to San Diego or I wanted to move to New York. Well, I came to visit L.A. because I had come into a, a large amount of money. Uh, I would have to say roughly $2,000. <laughs> oh, and that's going to last forever, dude. It sounded way better before you said the total. You, you, you still got that, right? You still got that? No, it, was, it, was, it may have been a little more than that. But so what I said was I wanted to move. I said, I, I, let me go try out L.A. I knew a friend of mine that was a model, and we, we, we came out to L.A. We, we drove to L.A., and, and um, I said, this is, this is what I wanted to do. And I hung out with a well-known comic now, and he's, he's far gone past, you know, but he's doing great things now. And um, he said, why don't you try New York? So I decided to, to go to New York to see if I like New York. You visited or you moved? I, 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 no, I visited. Oh, okay. Uh, with intentions to move. Okay. Um, I, and it was a February. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy and, that. And and in February, like here, it, it wasn't so bad. You know, I didn't know that I needed a bigger coat. Yes. So I didn't really prepare myself. So I go to New York. Yeah, we wear jackets hopping. here. You actually need a, a, a real coat. Yeah, we wear yeah. jackets for style, yeah. not yeah, for yeah, fucking yeah, right. keep warm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I spent I spent five days in New York looking for a jacket, looking for a jacket, right? <laughs> and we were just traveling back and forth from comedy club to comedy club. We were actually staying in New Jersey and going back and forth from New Jersey to New York and and riding buses and 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 uh, subways. And I said, this is this shit is not for me. I do not like New York. That's it's too that, cold that, here. Oh yeah, oh, it, literally, it was the it was the cold. That was it for you. That was it. Uh, the rest of it didn't bother you. Uh, no, because I didn't let the I didn't the the cold overran everything. <laughs> the, I, I wasn't even thinking about the rooms. I was like, "Fuck, it's cold." So I said, uh, I went back. And to, you'd been in L.A., so you're like, "Why the fuck would anyone leave this?" Yeah. <laughs> so then I, I went back to uh, I went to San Diego, and I, I that's where I met Brian. Nice. And so I, so I met you pretty much fresh off the boat from, uh, from Texas. Pretty much. Okay, down in San Diego, because you started yeah. rolling into the, the comedy. Now, how did you find out about the comedy store in La Jolla? Like, how did you end up um, where in San Diego? Because La Jolla is kind of like, it's not in San Diego proper. That's the thing. You kind of got to know a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're, you have to you're, ask you go downtown questions. San Diego, and you go, hey, where's the comedy store? They go, uh, it's Nowhere like 40 around. miles. Yeah, well, it's the other way. Well, I use my smarts. Brian, I, I got onto some type of uh, internet website? website, and I was looking to see what clubs were. So you actually, Wait, what year was this? What year was this? This 2000? was uh, this was in. I moved there in '99. So this was like. So I, I met you. Uh, I was you were already here. I came in after you. I came in 2000. So oh, okay. You, okay, that would okay. The right. internet barely existed though. Yeah, I don't know how. Not, I, not I, in I was, maybe maybe I looked in L.A. Weekly. No, 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 maybe I know. looked in the uh, uh, Yellow Page. I don't know what how L.A. How Weekly, San Diego Weekly, O.C. Weekly. But I mean, I think for me, I didn't even know the comedy store in La Jolla exists. I think I just, I can't remember how, I think just asking around and people were like, oh, there are, there's, there's these, there was Moondoggies, yeah. there was these other You're things. Right. That God, Moondoggies? Right. Dude, in that place was the worst. Well, yeah, you didn't but, like Moondoggies? Moondoggies? Was moon just doggies people was... screaming while I tried to tell jokes. Uh, well, yeah. It was like Meathead Mondays or whatever. I'd go down there and it would just literally be people screaming and yelling and then you, they're like, okay, you're on and you're like, why? Why is there comedy <laughs> here? Right, right. Nobody here wants to see comedy. They're just fucking drinking. Why are you putting on a show? 
That you know, I had some good sets at Moon Doggies. I mean, you could hear people in the back talking every now and then, but for the most part, the people that sat up at the front, they oh, they, the, they could like the five times I've done it. I, every time, like I was with Tripoli, I think the last time I went down there, and he was like, "Why do I continue to come down to this show?" I'm like, "I don't know, dude, but I think this is my last one." <laughs> with you, how many times had you did st- had you done stand up before you moved out here in nine, and did San Diego in '99? How many times? Like total times did you do stand up before you're like, "I got to get out of here." Um, I would. Did you do it for like you did, I did it for a couple, uh, well yeah because I, I started a, a I guess lot? I started in ninety six so but I, I mean did you do it a lot years. though and that's a couple of years but were you serious about it at that time or did you do it when you could I did it when I could but it was still like you know maybe two three nights oh you okay oh that's good week. and this yeah. was all while you were I mean because they were just at this they point was, or no? they was all open mics no no I was I was done with school so what were you doing down there for a job um. I told you I had come across two thousand dollars. <laughs> you didn't need to work. Oh my he was bad! Probably living on a yacht at that point. Oh yes. I was. I felt like I was. I was like, okay, I have the money now to where I could. Because what happened was, I had gone to school. Um, I had actually worked for a company where I was not a secretary, but I was doing. It was like a temp job, mm-hmm. but I worked with a lot of girls. Okay. And they decided to keep me. And so I was so thrilled about that. I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'll put those files up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we'd go out to lunch together and all that kind of thing. But it, I knew it was a job that wouldn't last. Uh-huh. So I said, well, uh, I'm going to do this comedy thing. I'm going to save a little money. And then I think I'm moving to California. Now, the, the, the traditional thing when you start in another city is because there are clubs there. You try to get in to be the MC for the weekend and you start getting paid doing MC work. Did you did you work your way up in those three years to do that stuff? Or did you just stay in the open mic and like the one nights, the one nighter stuff? Were you? Were well, you- you know, you know, at the comedy store, you have to audition in front of Mitzi to become regulars. No, I'm talking about in, in 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 Texas. Oh, in Texas. Oh, in Texas. Did you well, do some hosting on the weekends or something uh, like that? Or I, no? I did not. I don't. I wasn't that developed yet. Yeah. I don't think that they. No club owner was like was going to uh, give you the spot. Yeah, he was like, you know, you can come back and keep doing our open mics and okay. stuff, but don't don't. We're not ready for that. See, some people would think that that's crazy, right? That's that whole thing of like, how dare you. Have not developed yourself enough, and yet you come out to LA and think somehow or another that you're going to crash this scene, right? And yeah. your undeveloped self, with with no real history, you didn't do any road work, you didn't even MC at these clubs, and now you're going to come out here and you're going to be better than everybody else. Like it's it's a really bold move, it really it is. is. But I guess you kind of have to be stupid in some respects yeah, and ignorant. I think just young. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're young. It's not. It's like. Well, I wasn't young when I moved down here. But I, was, well, I was just stupid. You were younger, and that you know therein lies well your stupidity. Yeah, you, well. you know what I mean. It's like you, you. It's it's there's it's a double edged sword, kind of like when you're young enough to make that move. It's a perfect time. Like you're delusional. You're you know what I mean. You have no idea what you're getting into. So you come out here, and then. As you get older, you're like, woof, you know, and then you see young kids come out here and you're like, oh, but you're not developed, but like neither was I, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. th- th- it's completely fine. And it makes sense because you bounce, you bounce back from stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? When you're young, you can go live in your car if you have to. You, well, can, yeah. you can get a shitty job that you will basically break the soul of a 40-year-old man, but you can do it because you know that that doesn't mean anything yeah. and you don't care. So you're just getting that money and then you're going to do the thing you like to do. It's when you become 40, 45, 50, and you're still doing that <laughs> shitty job that you're like, okay, I've made horrible life decisions. A horrible life decisions. I will say, um, and Chris, I think you can kind of relate to this because I did the same thing. I went from Wisconsin to San Diego first. 
I loved being able to just live in San Diego for a while and do stand up. I mean, San Diego it back is. then it's, it's a great it's place. So much more crowded now, and the boom had just happened a couple years. Oh. I think the boom started happening around two thousand four. But those early years when you and I were there, yeah, it was it wasn't as crowded as it is now. It's but man, I'll tell you what, I loved being down in San Diego Nothing and doing stand up at night. I mean, yeah. it was it was a great place to develop, especially for from somewhere else. Yeah, it was. It was it really especially was. if you're from you know Wisconsin. Yeah. You're gonna live in San Diego. Yeah, it was. It's like, it was but wouldn't you agree? Like, yeah. we, and there was a really tight knit group of people that we grew up with at the comedy store in La Jolla. And to this day, I mean, most of them. It's funny. Like, most of them just went to the comedy store in L.A. In L.A. Um, over time, but I, I, I just, I have always romanticized about those that those that early year or two. That uh, I think it was a great place to develop. I think before you really. Put your foot in the water in Los Angeles. It was, and I think it, I think you're absolutely correct. Um, Plus, it's like being when I go down there, I don't even feel like I'm in California anymore. It's like a different state. A lot of people enjoyed going coming from L.A. to San Diego and doing shows. I mean, I remember when Tripoli would come out, like a gang of people would come out and do spots because, yeah. and we had certain nights that we did, like what Wednesday, Thursdays. Were like uh, the the local comics. Yes, the and best so of the best, the of, best San Diego. of the best of San Diego, and those usually were pretty good shows. And so you would get a lot of comics from L.A. come down because they knew they would have a good show, and it wasn't like sitting in L.A. in front of like five angry people right. at the store. They knew they could come there, even if even though it was a long drive, and they could come get some decent time. Yeah, and it was a long drive. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was you were getting decent stage time, which is which is something that you you have to leave LA to get. Like, yeah. you can do as many 10, 15 minute spots, but if you want anything longer, and how long did you stay in San Diego before you bolted up to uh... from ninety nine to two thousand? I moved. I moved right after the the the, the trade center after nine eleven. After nine eleven, I, I uh... did that have anything to do with your move? Kind of like I got to kick my shit into high gear, or no? What that did is that a was Steve Renner's easy reference. No, just meaning. No, what what happened was I was going to move before that happened, and then after that happened, I was like, "Wait a minute, don't go nowhere yet." And I think I moved in like December or so. Well, the business things kind of froze a little bit, even in LA. Like yeah. people, it it was a weird dynamic for a couple months. I mean, per- about the time you showed up, I think was kind of like okay. Yeah. Like, he got back into stand-up. But it was weird for a while. I was on a stand-up. show. I was working on a show. was supposed to go to Scotland. We were going to live in a castle. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. And then 9-11 happened. And that that whole company took a huge dive because they canceled anything that was going to be out of town and would, that would involve a plane. And that was done. So I was out of work for like six, seven months until I got the Jamie Kennedy gig. Yeah. Wow. It was like a long time, man. So that's when you moved up. You moved up after, uh, and and you obviously the, the at that time I can't remember. Were you a uh, a La Jolla comedy store regular? So you were able to get like um, no, I was spots. Okay. Uh, the thing with with the store is I worked there. Yes, um, I, we all did. I, I had done uh, a couple auditions for Mitzi, and uh, she didn't. One time she didn't pass me because she said that what I did was unprofessional because I took water on the stage. With me while I was doing my was it really set. water? It was it was really water. Okay, how was that unprofessional? Uh, because I guess she saw it as well. You don't have time to be up there drinking water. You need to be telling jokes and get off. 
Oh, but if I have a dry mouth, what, what am then I? Then you don't belong. There was then you were scared. Yeah, your glands are all messed up, so you can't be a comic here. So th- that was, and and when that happened, I was like, wow, I I don't know what to do to get past here, and it you know, certain things kind of discourage you. Uh, and <laughs> sorry, John. John loves water. Speaking of water, oh, I have okay. to. That's I, good. I, yeah, I buy a I buy a case per show for John. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 was one of the things, and I want to go back to this because when I left Texas, one of the things that was on my mind when I left Texas was. I had gotten this from a, a club owner. Well, I won't say he was an owner. He was a manager, I guess. And uh, he told me something that I, I'm hearing till this day, and I'm, I'm so tired of hearing it, but it's something that I eventually had to face is the fact that he said that I sound like Chris Rock. And I get so fucking tired of hearing you sound and look like Chris Rock. It's just like... I, it's a it's it's, it's well, just it, I was like I got to get away from this. Yeah. And so that was another reason that I moved so quickly. Um to Chris Rock's house. Right. Yeah, so I can't talk. Anyway. <laughs> Did you still have that $2000? That's gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fuck, that's gone. But so. yeah, I mean, and as you know cuz you and I have talked a lot over the years, I mean, just trying to break into the LA comedy scene regardless uh is just not easy. It really is hard to get a lot of stage time in LA, and it's probably a little bit difficult for you because I mean, it sucks, but people pigeonhole you and they're like, "Oh, he's trying to be Chris Rock," right? Like that was a yeah. thing, so you had to fight that. Did that I mean, follow it's... you to LA or was that just in San Diego? That followed me. Well, not not that manager, no. He's still in doubt. No, I'm just kidding. But oh. he, he um no, I still get the the reference. Yeah, you know. Um, I think now you're Chris Pleasant. I mean, that's yeah, what but people... and that's what's so f- fucked about everything is that my name is actually Chris. Yeah, so. yeah. And so, but you have to st- you stand on your own. Like once you get past, yeah. people see you do your own thing. They kind of let it. They realize you're not trying to be Chris Rock. Can so I, I can I tell you the weirdest situation that happened to me? Yeah, oh, I was do. I was one of the weirdest situations. I was at the comedy store in 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 uh, Los Angeles, and just so happens, Chris Rock was there. Sure, he does it from time to time. And so was Andrew Dice Clay. He's there a lot. All right, so you know how we stand in the no back sleeves. sometimes mm-hmm. by the parking lot and we talk, or we were outside in the parking lot. It was me, Andrew Dice Clay, and it was some other other people talking to Dice. It was, you know, I wasn't really involved in the conversation. I was just out there having a smoke and kind of hanging out. Well, <clears throat> Chris Rock came outside as he had just gotten off stage. I guess he was getting ready to leave, and Andrew Dice Clay said, "Hey, Chris." Come meet your twin. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I said, really? I said, okay, man. This is And, and, and he looked at me. And you ever see two dogs that, that are the same kind, kind of looking at each other, like, kind of turn their head? Like, and that's how we looked at each other. Like, I'm like, oh, my so, God. So you both it, it saw was, it. it was a, yeah, you both saw it. it. It's was, not like we don't look anything alike. It was like, yeah, it's and pretty similar. It was a, it was a weird Situation. Did you start doing he, the mirror thing with him? <laughs> no, none of that. But uh, he just kind of was like, okay, and fucking left. And, <laughs> and fucking jumped in his phantom and yeah. drove off. And you get away on your 10-speed bike <laughs> yeah. and you take a, We're the exact same person. Yeah. But that, I mean, did you get to meet him, meet him? I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, he, I met him. I mean, I shook his hand. And it was funny because I actually did some stand-in work for him once. Oh, wow. Through somebody else that, uh, you guys know, uh, 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 no, I'm I'm sorry. The name has slipped my mind for some reason. Norbert. No, you know you know you don't know Norbert. Mm-mm. 
No. Is that a cartoon character? No. He's just making shit up no, right now? No, 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 Nor- no. Norbert? Uh, Pinkett. No? No, man. Should we know him? Well, he used to work for, he did, he was doing, doing casting with Kimmel. Oh, no. See, that's, that's a if whole I, If I, I met him, it's probably, probably through Patrick Keene. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah maybe okay. so. Possibly then, yeah. Well, he, anyway, he called me one day and was just like, hey, uh, you want to do a job? And I was like, what job is it? He's like, uh, you might want to take this. He said it's... Uh, you might want to take this. He said you'd be doing standing work for, for Chris. For um, He was getting ready to introduce his... That show that he was doing, he was trying to sell. Uh, everybody loves Chris. Everybody, everybody yeah, hates Chris. In, this indication. And so they did this little promo, and he needed somebody to sit in for the promo. And so I sat down and did it. Uh, nice. Yeah. So it, you know, Did you guys get to hang out on set. No, the no, thing is, kept it was, you away the, from the, him. yeah, yeah. The, 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 the funny thing is, is they had me sitting in a chair in a hallway, like it was a school, and everybody that entered onto the set had to come from my back. So they thought that I was actually Chris. And the director came up to me, and he walked around and he turned. He's like, "Oh my god, I thought you were Chris." I, I, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm late." <laughs> and I, <laughs> I was like, "No, I'm not here. I'm not him. I'm I'm his his stand-in." <laughs> And he's like, okay. So I never really, I think I saw his, his publicist. And I actually, at the time, I said, hey, is there any way? Because I was trying to figure out a way to use this. Yeah, sure. this some way. Of I was course. like, does he need a stand-in? No, we have that taken care of. Don't worry about that. I'm like, Don't okay, worry I'm about it. I'm not worried okay, about it. I'm you. trying I'm to fucking to make a living. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> worry about it. No, no. I, yeah. I lose we, sleep because Chris Rock might not have a stand-in. <laughs> now, you know, you, uh, um, like all of us, we're all making our way. John just finally became a, a, a television star. So, I mean, we're, we don't know how long the show's going to go before he cancels on me. But... Um, you know, we all talk about the fact that we have these odd jobs. And for years, you've been doing something pretty interesting out here, which is you drive. And well, you have come across a lot. It's a weird thing, right? Because it's kind of what I did at the Herald Examiner. I'm always around like a lot of famous people. As have you, for years, you've been around a lot of famous people, right? Well, I've had a number of jobs since I've been here. I've worked, uh, I've worked for Playboy TV. Nice. <laughs> What'd you do for them? Uh, I started out as a PA. And then they found out that I had talent. And then now you're a model. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite so now much. Now I about, do topless so, photos. So, so then they got me to be on a show. They had somebody that, that actually was supposed to be on a show, and he canceled. And they knew that I did stand-up, so they asked me if I wanted to do stand-up on a show. And it was a show similar to, like I, I would say, like uh, Johnny Carson, but with naked girls. Okay. And they had different guests on there. Well, what, the what, guests didn't show what up. What was the name of the show? Was it Lex in the City? With uh, Lexington Steel. Okay, yeah. I don't right. know if you remember that. I, I never saw that show, but uh, that guy, is, uh, he's got a big one. He, uh, got, a, yeah, he yeah. got a big member. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I did some stand-up on that, and then from there they said, well, um, we have some other spots that we might could use you in. And I, and I ended up playing a bartender on one show, and then, uh, and then it went to another show that got canceled. So, yeah, I, I've done a few things. But driving, I, I, I've done. It's an interesting. Um, it it intrigues me. I mean, obviously now everyone's a driver thanks to Uber, but what you do is a little bit different. Yeah, I've uh, actually, I worked for a company where we we drove a lot of celebrities, like limos, huh? Uh, town cars, not town cars. Okay. Yeah, and I've I've seen a lot, and I can tell you a story that actually happened to me because I'm I'm not much into movies. Um, so I, I'll I had to. They sent me to the airport to pick up somebody. And uh, so this guy was using an alias name. I don't know what the, I can't remember what the alias was. But when he came out of the airport, you know, I'm sitting there holding this fucking sign. 
and uh, of Jimmy Shumbab or some I can't remember what the name was. And this guy comes and he's got a hat on and he's got shades on and I'm he's like, okay, that's me. Let's go. So there's no paparazzi around, so I'm not thinking anything of this. So we walk toward the car, and I don't know if you're familiar with LAX, but you have to cross the street to get to the parking garage. Mm-hmm, yes. Well, before we cross the street to get to the parking garage, this Asian guy just out of nowhere just pops up and starts taking pictures of just this random guy that I, I don't know. No idea who, I, who it is. I don't know who it is. And and I look to him and I say, "Hey, um, I said, uh, are you an actor?" <laughs> And he kind of smiled. He's like, yeah, yeah. I said, he, and he asked, well, what, what makes you ask that? I said, because nobody just, you know, pops up out of nowhere and takes pictures of random people. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And he said, yeah, I'm an actor. I said, um, I said um, so uh, what's your name? He said, uh, <laughs> Christian. I said, oh, okay, Christian what? He said, Christian Bale. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> you had Christian Bale in your car. So I said, uh What's the biggest thing you've done? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're asking him for his resume. And he said, uh, probably Batman. <laughs> and the funny, probably. And, and, and he laughed about it because I was like, oh, He's shit, you a Batman? <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you a backstory to this because this is what happened maybe about a month before this. Is that my friend had just gotten a big screen TV. And it flat screen, and he was like, man, you got to come over and watch this movie, man. I love this movie. It's a great movie. And I said, man, what movie is it? He said, Batman. I said, well, I'm not really into all of them <laughs> fucking... Superhero see, movies? Yeah, I'm not into that, man. It's not a comedy? He's like, no, 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 it's Batman. So I'm like, okay, I'll come over to your house, and I'll watch the movie. So, like, maybe a month later, I'm driving this dude, and when he tells me he's probably Batman, I said, oh, shit, you were Batman. And that was just the first thing that came out of my mouth, and he laughed, and I said, oh, okay, that's cool. So we fucking get in the car, take him home. (laughs) That's awesome. And I can't think that, I don't really even think that we had much conversation in the car. I think he was really cool about everything, though. He didn't, like, he wasn't He wasn't a jerk. No, no, he wasn't a jerk. So as a driver... Do they tell you, you know, you're not really supposed to, or do you base it on the person when you meet them, whether or not you're going to have a conversation with somebody? Because you, 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 you are driving a lot of famous people. You, yeah, right, you so. can sense, you know, who you can talk to and who you can't. You know, and I've had some, oh my God, I've had some, I've been to Eddie Murphy's house. Nice. Um, but, 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 yeah, when you meet somebody, like I've driven Martin Scorsese. Uh-huh. Whoa. Right, and I just kept looking in the rear mirror, and I was like, oh my God, I got Martin Scorsese in the car. And his assistant was with him. He was on the phone, and you know, and so it was one of those really things. Yeah, to, you, yeah, yeah. Some people you just don't talk to, and some yeah, people, yeah. you know, they don't mind having conversations with you. You're like, hey, Mr. Scorsese, I just drove Batman. <laughs> what do you think of that? Did you know Christian Bale was Batman? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? And oh, everybody except you. <laughs> and, 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 and apparently, this the the, the reason why. I didn't know this because he had lost a lot of weight. I wouldn't have known anyway. Oh, he because he, he did a movie he, after Batman. What, the boxer. He played yes. the boxer with uh, Mark Wahlberg. He won an Academy Award for that movie, right. didn't he? he no, had, I don't think. Yes, he did. Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so this was right after that. Wow. So he, he, maybe he really didn't look like, but still the Batman part is pretty funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, That's hilarious. I mean, and actually, he's a guy, he's one of those actors who does kind of. <clears throat> Not really, but he changes his look. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he's a from role to From roll to roll, he gets into it. And so when he's out and about being himself, 
you know, who knows kind of what he does with his hair or what, you know what I mean? And the hat and the sunglasses, you're probably like, who's this dildo? Right. And are you okay? So let me ask you this, because I, I always have said that um, I've always tried to never forget why I moved out here and where I live and how right. cool it is. Like, I can still look at the Hollywood sign and, and feel something. Yeah. When, when I was heavy into uh, film production, I would still get excited when, when certain actors came in and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I never acted weird around them, but I still No, but you're I still inside, you're like, man, it. this is cool. <laughs> do, you, do you get that when some of the times you go to pick somebody? Because sometimes you don't know who you're picking up, but when you finally actually go pick them up and you see who it is, like when you see Eddie Murphy, you're like, oh, that's cool. Even if you don't have a conversation with them, do you still kind of go, that's cool? I'm doing something that millions of people would love to do right now, which is even be anywhere around them, and I'm getting to do that even though I'm a driver. Like, do you care? Uh, i I tell you this. I think that's cool, but it also makes me think, I got to get the fuck out of this. (laughs) I can't keep doing this, man. I can't keep showing up at these big-ass homes and, like... like yeah. these, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Of some of the places that I've been to, and I'm just like, I, 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 I can't do this no more. This, I've got to cut this out. And um, but you're also you have to put it in perspective, man. That they're part of a, a very, very high and elite group of people that you can work in this town, but you may not. Ne- I mean, that's that's most like a people whole... that you come into contact with, no matter uh, how famous, are never that. They're that not Christian famous. Bale, Eddie yeah, Murphy that's famous. Like, that's right. like mega famous. You've been nominated for Oscars. You've been tons of movies. You, you know, what I mean, those guys have been working forever. I mean, Christian Bale was an Empire of the Sun. Eddie yeah, Murphy's been kid, doing stand-up yeah. since he was 15. Yeah, you listen to his, you know, you hit in a corner, which, by the way, uh, to go back for a second, and I think we've talked about this before, um, the one thing that I don't necessarily know happens anymore culturally because of the way everything's digitized is I remember being called over to my friends' houses or inviting them over and putting on a record or putting in a specifically... An Eddie Murphy cassette, Tape. and everybody everybody had to go to somebody's house yeah. and sit around and listen to it and mm. just laugh and laugh and be like, "This is all, like it was like part. It was a scene within your own little Dude, room." First time I heard, and, like, I don't know if people do that stuff anymore. You know, the, because you can, you can get it, and do it by yourself. It's, it's TV. That's the thing. There's well, there's TV, there's YouTube, and then it's like <laughs> right, you know, what I'm if saying? you want like, nobody the new, calls their friends yeah. or go, "Can we listen to this together?" This is not 1940. Yeah, no, f- no, no. But, but you're missing like, out on the togetherness part of it. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Like they, I wish people still wanted to share. Like an experience. Well, that's why I that's why I still encourage people to go out and see live comedy. Yeah, because you can. Yeah, you can get your fill of it on the internet. And like, fifteen year old kid is probably not going to call his friends over to listen. He's probably going to email them. Listen to this. You should hear this. It's funny. But watch this. But when you when you get the people in the room, you're right. That sense of togetherness is back, and you're all laughing, and y'all everyone's having a good time, and you know what I mean. That that's that's kind of what you're saying. Now the only way to get that is. To go to a club, go to a show, hang out at a yeah, bar yeah. that has comedy. It's got to be something that everybody wants to do. If you get some uh, b- five people in a room, somebody's going to be like, I don't, let's play Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. Comedy. Yeah. I don't want to hear no comedy. I don't even like this dude. Who is this dude? Yeah. But then it takes them some time and, it, and they realize, oh, this, this cat is pretty funny. Let me listen, you know. But. <clears throat> Well, Chris, thanks a lot for coming in today and uh, and chatting it up. You're more than welcome <laughs> yeah. to stop by again. You can stop by. Yeah, the, you can sit on the porch thing is a little bit weird, but now that you told me you're going to do it, it's totally fine. I enjoy it. And it, give me my fucking gnome back. I got your gnome. Now I know I who's got, got my gnome. Now right I know who's here. got my gnome. It's I got you your gnome right here, buddy. <laughs> his, gnome, his gnome was Batman. Oh my like, holy shit! You were Batman. Is there? Uh, <laughs> that's a great. That is. That is. I just like him laughing about have, it too. Like, yeah. But you also told me that you drove Stan Lee once, and you didn't know who the hell he was either. Because again, you're not really a. You're, you're oh, not a Stan Lee, that guy. But that, you, but you comic said, book dude, yeah, old dude. 
Wait. Yeah, but you didn't. You don't really know. Again, you're not a comic book guy, right? Wait, so Stan Lee. Wait, the little old dude, Stan Lee, the old crusty white guy, he created, created Spider Man, Spider Man, all that stuff. No, I don't know if I drove Stan. See, you, I know you did. I've you driven. Let me, me tell you, let me tell you. I've driven so many people. I I, I don't See? even know who. That's crazy. Like I've driven the uh, the guy that hosts um, what's the show on. Uh, Inside the actors' work studio, James Lipton. James Lipton. I've driven him. I've driven. Oh my JJ god! JJ Abrams. You told me he was. I've driven JJ nice Abrams. I, wow. Um, I've had Whitney Houston. Wow. Mike Tyson. Uh, you talked to Tyson? Do, do, yeah, uh, not so much. <laughs> oh really? I have a funny. I don't know how much time you guys. You're have, gonna, but, but, if, if, if you got a Tyson yeah, story, yeah, we got time yeah, for yeah. a Tyson story. So, Here's the thing: no negative stuff, but you could tell us oh, any, it's, any it's great not, story. It's, it's no, I'm just letting negative. you know. So okay. that's how we roll here. Okay. So uh, basically, they sent me to a studio to pick up Tyson. Um, when we get to this, when I get to the studio, I, you know, nobody tells me that this guy has a baby, right? So usually when you have a baby, you have to have a baby seat in the car. Yeah. I didn't know usually? this. Yes. By law. Continue. <laughs> law, yeah. So he comes out of this studio, him and his wife or girlfriend or whatever she was at the time, uh, and he's carrying a, a, a baby maybe, I, I don't know, less than a year old or okay. so. And he had the baby in his arms. Now, you could barely see the baby from the size of his, his arms, arm. you know. <laughs> and I didn't have the, I was like, I looked at him and I was like, should I tell him that he needs a baby seat or should I just let this go? And I let it go. We get in the car and he wants to stop by CVS uh, to buy candy. So he and I, we all stopped by CVS and he, they, he didn't go into CVS. His girl goes into CVS and she comes back and she's got Twizzlers. So he's sitting in the back, and him and the baby are eating these Twizzlers. Well, the, the baby pregnant, just yeah. sucking on the Twizzlers, uh, uh, okay. like just, yep, okay. and they just sucking on Twizzlers. And he's just very calm and everything. And he he didn't say, but it's not as good as the the Bateman uh, or the, the, sorry the, the, that story. But uh, but I mean, driving Mike Tyson, is Mike Tyson, Whitney was, Houston, Whitney um, Houston was a uh, she was she owes. Me, uh, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. But Whitney Whitney Houston was a she's a great woman. I tell you that. Uh, she had me stop by the store and buy her some cigarettes. Okay, <laughs> which was hilarious. But, but did she behave normal, or was she uh, was she uh, Whitney on the downward spiral, Whitney? So you could tell no, she was a little bit off. I got her at a point where she had just started, like she was cleaning up. Oh, okay, good. She was cleaning up, and uh, they trusted me to drive her, so I'd driven her a few times. Oh, okay. And uh, so you get you get picked specifically for some people too, correct? Sometimes, yeah. But I, I know I'm no longer with that that company. That company, so, yeah. okay. But. Um, yeah, she was she was great. She sang in the car. She rolled down the window. She rolled down the window and started singing. This is how I met Clive Owen. She rolled down the window and started just singing to the public in the limo. And I'm just like, wow, that's really cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, people walking by like, holy shit, that's yeah, Whitney Houston. Yeah, we just we driving down like Hollywood Boulevard. And I'm just like, wow, that's cool. And she starts singing with her. She's and like, she, no, no, not you. No, no, no. I got this. She puts the this. thing up. <laughs> but I'm not, she wasn't like, she just had the window down. She right. didn't poke her head out. Right, right, right. She it was wasn't just, that crazy. Yeah, yeah. Was it some eighties movie? Continue. Okay. Yeah, but uh, she, she was a very, very, very nice woman. Um, and Clive Owen saw her singing and came over to the car. No, no, that would no. Be weird. What happened was I was getting ready to take her to a an award show. Oh, okay. And we had to go meet Clive Owen in Beverly Hills, uh, so they could go together. Okay. And so when she was getting in the car, Clive Wait. was getting in the car too, and that's when I, I had I was standing by the door and I was like. 
That's paint. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? You didn't say it a lot, please. No, I didn't oh, say that okay. Holy shit, I drive Batman. You got paint in your hair, buddy. <laughs> I drive Batman. I remember that, that I I know I said we're out of here, but I'm now that you're telling these stories, I remember you calling me once and I thought it was the weirdest, bizarre thing that you were doing. You went to go see a singer-songwriter from the 70s music or something like that, and it was so weird that you hit it off with her because I just know you really well. So can you tell that story? Because it's pretty funny. Uh, so, um, uh, oh my God, what I was forget her name? Her name. Uh, Collins. Jo- uh, Joan Collins. No, no not, not Joan, Joan Collins. Collins. Um, singer. Judy singer. Collins. Judy, Judy Collins. So, like, I mean, like my sister who's 60 loves Judy Collins. Okay. Okay. I don't so, even think I know who Judy Collins is. Yeah, you, she's like a, she's got a great sense of humor. Uh but she's a folk singer. Folk, this is like early 70s, right? Like This is when she 60s, was big. Yeah, 60s, yeah. 70s, yeah. Well, they sent me to pick her up in Palm Springs. And so I had to ride from Palm Springs to Calabasas with this woman and her engineer. And I don't know. I think the other guy was a manager. I don't know what he was. And at was. this time, though, you did not know who this person was, correct? I didn't know who this woman oh, was. Okay. And um, so we on the ride, we they would just banter back and forth, and she was being funny with the manager, and it was just hilarious. And I was like, "Wow, this woman is either an asshole or, <laughs> or they just have a great genius." Com- yeah, yeah. And, and and I and and I said, "Look, I don't really know you," and I, I said, um, "But I know Batman now." So. <laughs> yeah, I said, "But uh, what are you going to Calabasas for?" And she's like, "Well, I'm I'm performing out there at some whatever center it was out there." And I said, "Ah, oh, I'm I'm really interested in in seeing you." She said, "Well, if you want to see me, yeah, I'll, I'll you know leave your name at the door and you can come in." I was like, "Wow, really?" And at the time, I was single, so I was like, "All right." Okay. So I said, "I, I, I got all." Do you seriously think I, that I you were going on a date with her? Is that what no, you no, thought? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I just felt like I was single and I could just yeah, like, do whatever you do whatever wanted. Whatever yeah. wanted. Now, did you even know she was singing or did you, you thought she was like a, a performer? Well, I knew she was a, a performer. She oh. had a guitar with her. So I oh, knew that she, she okay. did something. Okay. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and so we, uh, I, I go home. I drop her off. I get all, go home, get all spiffied up. And I'm going to this concert. And I get there. My name is at the door. I feel all special. And I, uh, the, the 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 place was like a saloon. Okay. The doors that you walked in was like it, it was saloon a, doors. It's but sw- it swinging. held. It was like a club though. It it held like at least five hundred people. Okay. And so I felt like as soon as I walked through those doors, it just felt like everybody turned around and looked at me. Were you because the only were black like, guy there? Not only was I the only black guy, <laughs> I was the only one that uh, under. Uh, 30 or th- uh, I would say everybody there was 60 and yeah, they were like say, yeah they're they different were, generation oh, oh yeah. my god <laughs> and so <laughs> they're probably like wow this guy's got good taste in music <laughs> yeah. I would have never thought <laughs> either that or they're like what happened yeah <laughs> what's going on and so it was it was great um a- after the concert um they told me to stick around so I hung Wait, out so you had all access I had all access you didn't access. just have a you didn't get a ticket to the show you got you got VIP all treatment. VIP yeah and so after the concert we went and sat by the bar and kind of hung out for a while she gave me a disc and signed it for me and we chatted for maybe about 10 minutes and I told her I enjoyed myself and i went the fuck home <laughs> and have you ever listened to that disc uh i have it, i have it's been a while though i i don't even know what it did you cry when you listen to it no no of, okay. but i thought that she was talented she's in in the show she does like she'll play a guitar and then she does a little joke or something about some old relationship or whatever and then she continues and it was it was did you recognize any of her music 
Not one bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It'd been weird if you were like, yeah, I remember if, I if I would if I would have heard today, I wouldn't know it. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Oh, that's Judy Collins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is she still alive? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I oh, think yeah. she's she's doing pretty well. She's all well, right. Judy Collins, if you're listening, uh, you've got a fan. And hey, thank you, Judy. Papa if you're listening. <laughs> that's great. All right, so thank you again for coming in. Yeah, man, thank you. That was I hilarious. Have you back. Seriously, yeah. the door's always open here. Um, our, Seriously, uh, everyone, Brian doesn't lock his doors. You, uh, can, <laughs> you can rob him. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I'm very paranoid. Do you have anything you want well, to plug? Yeah, anything you, you have coming anything? up? Oh, um, well, I had a like, I had a, a promo that I was supposed to shoot, but that got canceled. Uh, actually, I do want to promote. The, I also do a. a uh, podcast yes, with go a friend ahead. of mine. Let us know. What uh, is it? It's the Chris and Kareem podcast. You can also catch on on iTunes. On so, iTunes, nice. Yeah, so it's uh, Chris Pleasant and Kareem Matthews. And and what did, do you have a handle on on, on Facebook? I'm assuming that's where people go now to uh, to get to catch up with you. Or is it is it President Plez or whatever your name is, Papa uh, Plez? President Plez. <laughs> no. Okay. It's 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 just uh, Chris Pleasant. Yeah. Uh, just Google Chris Rock lookalikes. No, don't and you don't will not. Do and you will don't not do get that. Chris Pleasant. Don't do that. You know, I actually thought about getting a hat that says "I am" on the front, and on the back says "Not him." Dude, I gotta be honest. Oh, with I you. should get that too because I had people at the comments with just the other day be like, "Hey, dude, I really loved you in uh, something about Mary," and I was like, "Yeah, you're thinking of Chris Elliott," and they're like, "No, that's you." I'm like, "No, <laughs> it's not." I like what they're telling you. And they're like, no, no it's, right. it's you. I go, "He's 65. I'm 40. You're He's right. bald. I have hair. Yes. He's five five. I'm six five. Get the fuck away from." Me. And yeah. I gotta be honest with you, between you and I, I've known you a long time. I don't think you look anything like Chris Rock. Personally, I don't see. Well, I can, is it Randy Moss? Okay. Uh, yes, because uh, yeah. I, I get I that quite a bit Randy too. Moss thing. I get that. Answer that question. You do look a lot more like Randy. I'd rather Moss have people either. think I was Chris Rock than Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. I actually played basketball with Randy Moss. Now, it was did funny. he say anything to you about looking like Chris yes. Rock? No. no. <laughs> He's just like, dropped the mic. He just dropped he's the play, mic. He's playing one on one with you. He's like, man, this dude looks just like Chris Rock. Everyone's like, um. No, I told him. I told him. I said, man, I'm tired of people telling me I look like you and Chris Rock. And he said, well, let's let's. I asked him if we could take a picture, and he was like, yeah, let's take a picture. And he grabbed the camera and he took a selfie. Uh-huh. Just, just of him. him. Okay. No, yeah, and no, then he gave it back to you. Yeah. So that's awesome. Thanks again, man. For coming yeah, back. dude. Thanks for having me. Good times. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 